0: Hi, um, this is the Inside Family Law Podcast. Uh, I'm Zoe Durand, your interviewer, and I'm here today with David Leckie, um, who I will let him introduce himself and tell you um, what he does. It's it's a very interesting and innovative um, area that he's in, though, in the divorce space. So, David, what is it that you do?
1: Hi, Zoe. Um, Well, I'm the uh, global director for an organization called Divorce Hotel. International, and uh, we focus on uh, providing a positive and amicable divorce solution to our clients who uh, want to um, come to uh, to complete all their divorce process mm. in in the comfortable settings of a hotel, which is what makes it kind of different and unusual. Over Absolutely. usually the space of a weekend, and uh, they they like the fact that they um, they can come away from their sort of uh, other distractions in life and, and really spend the time it takes to focus on bringing their married relationship to uh, an end in as positive and amicable way as possible.
0: No, it's interesting. I mean, when did you, so how long has this been going? It's an international, um, it's global, yeah, you've got um, divorce hotels in various countries. When did this all start? Like, what's the history of, how did you get the idea as well?
1: It started, uh, it wasn't my idea, my uh, chief executive guy called Jim Halfens, uh, he uh, works at a big law firm here in the, in the, in the Netherlands, in Europe, and um, about six, seven years ago, uh, witnessed an extremely bad divorce, one of his best friends, mm. and he just thought, there's got to be a better way of, of doing it. Divorce, mm. uh, and came across, came came up came up with the idea. So it launched in the Netherlands about say six seven years ago, uh, and was very successful in in uh, in this country. I'm in the Netherlands today. I, I live in the Netherlands in the oh, okay. and the UK and spend some time okay. in the that's so where I am today, I'm in the Netherlands. Um, but so and it, was, it took off like uh, you know, it was really successful. Uh, and uh, quite shortly after that, we were lucky enough to get a, a, t- a TV series uh, oh, on wow. the back of that, on, on our work together, which really got the message out uh, in, in, in the Netherlands, which is very, very helpful. Um, so that's that was, that was the thinking behind it. And also, I think the other sort of main aim that he had is we, we think it's important that clients were several things firstly that they know they know when the process starts with us they know when it's going to end because we you know and, and also they know how much it's going to cost and that's another critical yes. thing we find that a lot of people they uh, if they go down a sort of more antagonistic and a, a, a divorce route the money situation can get really out of hand yeah it just gets um, get out so of control that's another yeah, Absolutely. So, uh, say Netherlands about six, seven years ago, and then then the next country was uh, in, the, in the United States, um, where we're currently op- we've been operating for there for about four, or five years on the East Coast, and um, there's some very exciting developments quite now, twenty nineteen uh, on the on the West Coast, another state. So there's uh, things, lots of things happening there. In the UK, we opened a couple of years ago. Uh, and uh, it's a bit of a slower market in the UK. The UK is more conservative, yeah, more conservative. Than, yeah. Um, mm. than the Netherlands, um, uh, and so it's it's hard. And we also in the in in England and Wales uh, have an, an issue with um, a very much a fault based divorce system if you need to get divorced oh, within boy. the first 2 years of separation in England and Wales you need one party needs to blame the other there is that's there's, there's a big movement to change that and it looks as like that's going to change very soon but only after we get rid of this flipping Brexit thing which is in the way of absolutely <laughs> everything in the, right now
0: so you so you've got a bit of a building up, up a bit of a global empire and look I like the, your, your why I like the purpose so it's really to try and help people resolve divorce more amicably and in a manner in which they can yeah. focus on it over the weekend, usually is that that's sort of the, the aim. Yes,
1: that, that's exactly right. That's exactly right.
0: And what like? And we, and we work.
1: We, sorry, carry on.
0: No, no, you go. Um, so what what, what we, exactly we, happens? Like, what's the process? So if someone checks in on Friday night or whenever, what, what, what the nitty gritty gritty detail of how it works. <laughs>
1: But just 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 go back one step. It is important to make clear that uh, we we don't just uh, start work with the client on a sort of a Friday evening, yeah, as it were. Yeah, yeah. People can't sort of in the middle of the week say, "What should we do this weekend? Is
0: should we let's, get the divorce?". Do divorce. Okay, yeah, it. I know. So I was just wondering There's, how it all happen
1: quite a lot of preparatory work so, <laughs> so um, we, it's very very important to us that we only work with clients who are suitable for our process so um, mm. what, what happens is uh, client A sort of will contact us and spend a, some time with that person really testing out very quickly whether or not they client A is is wanting that positive and amicable solution mm. uh, and then of course before we go too much further we've got to check out with the, with the other party that they too are similarly interested and, mm. I, and I find it quite interesting that we um, keep records of, 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 of the gender of, of who tends to be client. Client A's tend to be more female. And oh. tend to be the ones who approach us and wanting that po- Sadly, um, the client bees tend to be more male, obviously, uh, and and slightly less interested in the positive air sort of solution. So we get yeah. approached by an awful lot of uh, clients potentially, but but uh, we don't proceed with as many. Uh, uh, or, so you're choosy, David. You're a bit choosy.
0: <laughs> you're choosy with your absolutely. clients. I like oh, this. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> because it because what we're providing is not suitable for a lot of people. If you if you want to start. I'll still throw furniture at your uh, about to be ex. Well, don't don't come to us. I don't mean that in a rude or negative way. But what we're about is is, is, is not for for you. We were very interested in. I don't know, as though if you come across much about the conscious uncoupling sort of type process. But uh, if you. You're so, yeah, aware no, no of I've that, heard,
0: I've heard of that. It. I wrote a blog on it. So does that mean that we, if we go to one of your divorce hotels, we will get to bump into Gwyneth? <laughs> <laughs>
1: No. Now, what you will do though is you'll get. Uh, I and mean, Gwyneth didn't write the book, but but there's <laughs> the, 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 we we always send our copies out copies of, of the book to to clients before they check in. Uh, certainly in our in our UK operation, we do that uh, because it's important that that um, that I think couples begin to be aware of, of that process. And in the in, before we actually physically meet at the hotel, we have a number of online uh, meetings with the clients, preparing Ooh. them for the process. And part of that preparation is indeed beginning the process of encouraging them to think about that conscious uncoupling stuff but those those are the clients we want the people who who kind of you know they've been married uh, but for whatever reason their marriage is coming to an end mm. but the couples we want to work with are people who actually want to maintain some form of relationship going forward okay not a marital relationship but usually for the sake of the children for example so they, acknowledge that positive they, want to have, they need yeah. to have a continuing relationship of some kind and they want that to be as positive and amicable as possible and that's what attracts them to the service we're providing
0: well, that sounds. I mean, I think you're you're quite lucky anyway that you probably would work with clients that, uh, you know, are quite motivated to protect their co-parenting relationships. So you you'd see some of the um, I don't want to say nicer clients because that's a bit simple, but you know what I mean. That's <laughs> the, the, yeah, the
1: yeah, well, uh, we, we we don't we, we don't deal with the World War Three clients. Let's leave it like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you get. At. Yeah, yeah, but um, but but that's I say that's that's not what we're about. So um. Yeah, they will have to go elsewhere and and, and spend lots and lots of money uh, fighting each other and maybe regretting that. And, and sadly, as we know, in those sorts of situations, if there are children involved, I mean, divorce is always challenging for everybody. You know, sure. there's, no, there's no way about it. But it's, it's our view we can make it as 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 um as easy as possible mm. there's always going to be emotional upset associated with it but yeah. you know if you can cut it in a mature fashion then people like children who are very important of course in the whole process will be less um affected by the process than, than otherwise and that's that's uh that's only a good thing surely
0: That's a definitely good thing look i'm it's actually really interesting what you say i was just actually doing a podcast interview for someone else's podcast today and it was about this issue about yeah. how children can really you change who they become as adults when you if you expose them to this endemic ongoing conflict. Yes,
1: exactly. Exactly. And don't get me going to spend for hours. I mean, oh, no. so sad- <laughs> two hours later we'll still yeah.
0: be no. But yeah, yeah look, it's that. another another podcast for another day, but it's something I'm actually hugely passionate about and I I it sounds like you are as yeah. well, in terms of yeah, how children are actually being in, in real ways. And it's not just about the childhood you're giving them, but it's about the adult you're turning them into. You're changing who they are.
1: Absolutely. So it's absolutely. so
0: important.
1: Yeah, I agree absolutely entirely with you.
0: So, look, we'll leave that aside for another day. That'll be a podcast number two, David. But so, what is the press? So, you do all this preparatory work, but then what actually happens on the the, the weekend when they at the divorce hotel or whatever?
1: Okay, well, the couple uh, usually arrive on a Friday uh, sort of late afternoon, and um, <clears> that uh, we we take them for dinner. Uh, <laughs> I we usually take, so, we started in the UK, but we don't all of our not all of our work is in York, in the north. Of, do you know? Do you know the uh, the UK? I've me? been
0: to the UK. I've been to the UK. I don't know it well. Okay. But I've been a
1: couple of times. Okay, well, we 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 started off in a beautiful city called York, which is in the north of England, about two hours north of London. Absolutely beautiful, Roman Viking sort of history. It's a city, wonderful place. And so we, we go for we go for dinner together on a Friday evening, and then sort of just uh, settle a couple into you know, the hotel and that sort of stuff. And on, the real work starts on Saturday morning after breakfast, where you know, after that breakfast we went together with. Uh, a uh, lawyer, mediator, usually a financial advisor. We sit down and um, take as long as it takes to help the couple kind of come to their final, um, what we call it in the UK, uh, where we prepare, help them to prepare what's called a draft consent order. I don't know what it's called in Australia.
0: Yeah, we do consent orders here as well
1: thrash out the details and um, pe- people um i mean b- before before they 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 come they come to the hotel we've got so much information of course from them about pension valuations house valuations all that sort of stuff all that information has been gathered away mm. in advance of them physically checking in um so we're just helping them say to to, to do that mediated agreement in that sort of intense time focused way that would happen exactly the same work will happen in other mediators offices uh you know in other, in other venues but what we're doing different i think was just we're we're taking the time to do it very intensively over that sort uh, of two-day period.
0: And you've got other and experts um, there, so like you said, financial advisors, other experts are there as well. Exactly,
1: okay. exactly. We, we, what we say to all our clients is we will bring the experts that they need for their circumstances under that same roof, in the same place, same time. So everybody's there on tap um, to make uh, make their, their, their outcome you know, efficient and effective.
0: And so then that's the first day, so that's the Saturday, and then does it keep rolling on? Like they might need to think Yeah, about well, it, 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 it takes us, us
1: a, you know, that, that Saturday will take as long as it takes, and again because we're a nice place, if couples need to have a wee bit of a break, um, we've got some lovely grounds where, where we where in hotels that we are. They need to just take a break for a bit to you know, get some fresh air and to sure. regroup a little bit and all that sort of stuff and come back together again. And usually, what's uh, by the, by the time we pack up on the on the Saturday evening, um, they have they've come to their you know, agreement. So our, my lawyer colleague will stay up into the early hours, sort of drafting that and and so on the sunday after breakfast again we we go through that uh and, and you know the, the couple are happy with that we sign it off and then and all that then ha- needs to happen in the uk perspective is so they need to put those papers into the court and a few weeks later the divorce comes back through the system well
0: i mean do you find so it's, it it's, it's, yeah. and, and sorry
1: to interrupt you I, there's one important thing that i sort of mentioned yet and as part of that process however and i think what makes us what Different in the, in the divorce hotels, a lot of our clients want to take the opportunity of actually acknowledging <clears throat> that their relationship is now coming to an end. So at some point on maybe mm. on the Saturday evening they do it, or sometimes on the Sunday that they will have a, a last meal together. And sometimes we've had clients who want to. One client wanted to write a poem, uh, and he wanted to share that with his. About to be X. Uh, other couples have uh, played a specific piece of music or something. So it's 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 a way sad. marking that really, that the that end makes of...
0: me feel really sad. Anyway, like it's beautiful, but it's kind of sad. You know, it's quite emotional.
1: Well, it, I, I, it, absolutely, it is. And there's been many a time when I've had a tear in my eye witnessing that sort of stuff. But I think that I, I came up with an expression some time ago, which I it's been repeated a few times. I think we it, if you don't have something like that, it feels a bit like a death without a funeral. I mean, it, yeah, I, again, I don't true. know how it tends to work in. A Australia, but in in the UK, when I, mean, I was divorced many many years ago, and you get the paper comes through the post, and it feels very anticlimactic. Mm. And I, I wished it also tell I've been around when I got divorced, really. So I think it would have enabled me to to, to ha- sort of bring 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 things to a sort of a, a better end. Um, yeah, m- marking it, which is, I think is important, especially if you want that new sort of relationship going forward, whatever that's going to look like as parents or, or whatever.
0: And do you talk about that, like, through the process? Like, do people get the opportunity to talk about this is how it's going to be going forward? These are the – like, this is how we want to co-parent if they've got children –
1: Absolutely, absolutely. We, we we do all that. I mean, in the, in the preparatory work, we're obviously very clear with the clients so we know what, what, the, what their issues are, what what the situation with the children was. Sometimes uh, it can be concerns. That, I, mean, I remember a client, for example, with her major concerns was wanting to maintain her relationship with her about-to-be-ex-husband's mother who was in her later years. <laughs> but that relationship for the female client was really, really important, mm. and she needed to be absolutely clear going forward. Okay, we're getting divorced but I still want a relationship with your mum was really very much an important part of, the, of that particular discussion for example
0: yeah, that's nice. I mean, it's not always that the mother-in-law is seen as a positive, so that's a lovely. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice that in that case it was. <laughs>
1: you're not suggesting that some parents-in-law are not uh, always. Sorry,
0: me yep. No, but I mean, that's yeah. look, I find it interesting what you say about marking the end of the relationship and what you said about the anticlimactic nature of when you get, you know, when you got divorced, you just get this piece of paper. Yeah. I mean, something I yeah. find, it's not exactly on point with what you're saying, but one thing I've come across from being a mediator and lawyer is that I do feel sometimes that people are sort of pushing agendas in the court process, like that they can't actually get satisfaction for, but they still, it's like they're seeking an answer that they'll never hear. Like they're looking for this kind of acknowledgement of like, maybe it's an apology for something, or maybe it's some kind of emotional acknowledgement that they're not going to get from the court process. I,
1: I think that's really interesting what you're saying because uh, you know, some, some some people we we need that a lot of us we need that, don't we? S- sadly, I think that gets translated into into blame into in too many uh, you know sort of uh, situations. Mm. But actually, people people are people are hurting through the divorce process without a shadow of a doubt. Sure. I mean, obviously, there's all sorts of reasons why people are getting divorced. Maybe you know one party is, is 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 wants is more than the other does. But there's all sorts of situations. Of course, there are. But but all. Always, there, there's emotion. That you, 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 even if, even if the person has taken the decision to to bring the relationship to an end, because maybe they've got a relationship with another person, for example, they're mm. still sort of guilt or upset. Maybe I mean I've seen that so many times. Just emotions running through the process. And I think what we try to do is give enough space to that, to to to, to acknowledge it. And if mm. and of course, if necessary, part of the people we can provide as part of our service package is people. You know, other additional like therapeutic counselling. Believe
0: that,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, because it doesn't just necessarily. end when you, when you, when we, when people leave the divorce hotel process, some people uh, can benefit from some ongoing support, and if that's if that's what they'd like, we can help them pr- obtain that.
0: So you can help it link people with services and things that they need after absolutely, they leave absolutely.
1: Consulting. We we love them, the networks that we have with similarly minded professional divorce coaches, or you know, you know, certainly uh, for, for example, to to help people through through the process. But um, I don't know, I don't know how it is in your neck of the woods in Australia, Zoe, but uh, the, the 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 professional um, divorce market as in lawyers and you know whatever can can, can be quite conservative small c and 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 mm-hmm. a bit stuck in their old ways and just and we need to wake up and smell the coffee that things are
0: things are moving on things that people wanting to do these differently people are looking um, for something else maybe that they're not yet yet getting from the process i, I agree yeah with
1: absolutely so um exciting times and um yeah and so, it's never a dull moment in the world of divorce hotel. anyway
0: no i'm sure there isn't i mean Look, it's interesting. I think that there does sound like there there is a therapeutic aspect to it, you know, with the whole, like you said, the final sort of goodbye and all that, there is a um, therapeutic uh, aspect as well as a legal aspect to it, which I think is really interesting. Uh, um, and I guess uh, it's interesting because as lawyers, we're often just looking at the legal issues, but it's but the clients are coming in looking at their whole situation, which is the legal situation, but also their emotions they have surrounding the separation. And it sounds like what you're providing is, I guess, a more holistic Service? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Well summarized. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, put you on the, we'll put you on the marketing
0: you team. Put, sorry, yeah, yeah I'll be on the marketing team. But um, so what are the experts? So you mentioned that there might be accountants. What are the other um, professionals or experts that you might call on depending on what the matter requires?
1: Well, just occasionally, um, in some territories, some people choose to have uh, access to uh, a a legal support person, a lawyer may be. It doesn't happen very, very often, but that has happened uh, upon occasion. The vast majority of time, you've got uh, a mediator uh, with a lawyer background. And the, and, and the therapy sort of person type there as well and the financial yeah. advisor usually, usually it's three people just very 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 occasionally there's been a fourth uh, uh, maybe both parties can have access to a law if they, if they wish but that's tended to be maybe we arrange arranged that they'll be accessible by by phone or by online link or something like that rather than necessarily be in the hotel
0: okay so people can access to that. that's
1: a central point whatever our couples feel that they need for their particular circumstances we, we would like to make that available for them most of the time that does not involve them having access to to, to lawyers uh on, on tap
0: so it's there is some flexibility though depending on their situation or what they what each yeah individual absolutely couple feels. absolutely now this is this is really interesting to me look i mean i guess um i mean i don't know how much you've heard but in australia things are changing in family law we've had a report being provided by the australian law reform commission with um 60 recommendations for reform whether or not all of those will be yeah. implemented, we'll have to see. But there has been yeah. like, the general theme of the recommendations. It's very much more a movement to kind of a root and branch, kind of like law for the people, law accessible to the people. Um, so family law is changing. And it, and I guess as part of that landscape. I, I can't help but ask. Um, do you think you guys will be visiting us down under anytime soon in Australia? <laughs> do you think divorce? Yeah, well, it's exciting to news.
1: There, we are we are currently working with uh, a, a small team in Sydney, so uh, we were we were um, we were lucky to have a interested article in the Sydney Morning Herald uh, tail end of last year, and um, and we um, have set up a, a small team in Sydney, and we're currently. Well, very near to, to launching this year. So what's this exciting. space, as we say? So uh, Divorce Hotel International is coming to Australia. Yeah. And we're ex- excited about that.
0: That is Did exciting. You'll be the
1: first to know, Zoe.
0: I, I hope I am. No, that's very, very exciting. Um, So... Look, that, so that would probably likely be in Sydney, I guess, given that's what you said, where you said. That's you were that's,
1: that's that's where we're starting. So uh, yeah, so um, I and yeah, actually, um, cause, well, when, when we start in Sydney, and and then hopefully it'll it'll spread. My my knowledge of Australia's geography is terribly embarrassing. I'm just realising
0: sitting <laughs> here
1: now, but yeah, that that is your that's your capital and your largest city, isn't it? It absolutely is.
0: Well, it look, is. actually, like technically, Canberra is the capital, but, but between you and oh, I, really, no. Sydney's the no 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 no. I don't. Oh, no. I like that you said that because Sydney is the real capital. Oh, sorry, I should shut up now. Those in Canberra <laughs> are going to hate me. In Sydney, we think like to think we're the capital. Um, so, okay. you know, that's – I mean, Sydney – okay, Sydney is the largest city. Can I put it that way? Thank so you. I will forgive you. Thank you. you. For that's um, I'll be I
1: don't watching know. too much Neighbours, obviously, in my time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Sydney, we would like <laughs> to think we're the capital in Sydney, and I think probably a lot of people even in Australia might make that mistake, so I wouldn't worry. <laughs>
1: okay, thank you. Not to offend your anyone, I Very kind. I'll go to the back of – yeah, I need to do extra homework,
0: don't I? No, don't worry. Look, you got pl- you got plenty of time. I mean, it, it, I'd be a bit worried maybe if you already had set up here, but as you said, it's all just still very much kind of you know behind the scenes. It hasn't actually officially started in Sydney, so um, you've got plenty of well, time to. Right? We're
1: not we're not we're not far off. So uh, yeah, certainly later on this year, you'll be uh, you'll be seeing us. Uh, you'll, you'll be hearing a lot about us. Maybe we can oh, touch base again.
0: I would like that, David. Look, um, thank you very much. You've been listening to the Inside Family Law podcast, and I've been speaking with David Leckie, who is the founder, and um, you're the CEO, aren't you? No, <laughs> I don't know. No, you
1: no, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm not CEO. No, a guy called sorry, Jim sorry. Halfens is the CEO. So you're founder, uh, the one, aren't you? are founder right? not I'm the global director, is my title.
0: Global director, sorry. Um, so uh, yeah, excuse my address okay. there. So I've been speaking with David Lecky, who um, – is the global director for divorce hotels um, and yeah, hotels in the Netherlands, uh, the UK and the USA and hopefully in Australia very soon in Sydney. Thank you very much, David, for speaking with me. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. Thanks.